Hello everyone, welcome to this uh to this Vampire the Masquerade uh live play podcast. Um my name is uh Procyon. I will be your storyteller for this evening. Now let's introduce our mortals. Uh starting with Svan or Svava, if I'm saying it right. Svava. Svava. I am the Peppermint Primal, and I'll be playing uh, Suava this evening, I guess. <laughs> she is a uh, Nordic woman coming from Denmark, who's in her uh, days been training to be her village's scald, which means traveling the world now and trying to find the best stories. There you go. <laughs> Hi, uh, my name is, uh, well, <laughs> I am, well, my name is Iggy, um, and I'm going to be playing, uh, I was going to say a name, but no, uh, I'm going to be playing uh, Nicodemus, aka Nico, who is, you know, half Greek, half uh, Romanian um, pagan practitioner who gets commissioned by the church to do paintings every so often. And uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing what's going to happen. All right, Sasha. Uh, uh, um, hi, I'm Yusupa 1872, and I am playing um, Sasha Jarvis. Um, he is a 20-year-old uh, cultist scholar from Germany. All right, uh, Lucen. <laughs> uh, play. Uh, my character's name is Lucen Hayes. He's from northern Italy and knows very little about himself other than that he is a knight and has been traveling eastward trying to see what he can do. All right, Alonso. Hi. Uh, I'm Luke. I'm playing Alonzo. He is a uh, vagabond, a little bit of a scofflaw. Uh, he grew up in Spain, um, the third son of a bishop who was going to be a priest, but decided that he didn't believe in all that crap, so he moved on from it. And he became a bit of a pirate, then a kind of smuggler, and he got hold of this black rock that bleeds black sludge a couple of months ago. And he kind of lost an entire year of his life to amnesia. And he's trying to figure out what the hell this thing is. And those are our mortals for this evening who are, um, who I'm sure are going to get through, uh, I'm sure I'm going to get through, who uh, I'm sure are going to get through the next few days perfectly fine and alive. Uh, <laughs> um, so. Several weeks ago, you received a visit from a richly dressed messenger. He brought you a perfumed invitation to a sumptuous dinner at the manse of Lord Claudius Giovanni. Giovanni is from a wealthy Italian trading family and is as feared as he is respected. Such an invitation is a high honor and one not lightly turned down, even when it is, even when it is from one as mysterious and distrusted as Lord Giovanni. You get to decide whether your character reacted with shock, gratitude, or terror, but you chose to go. Those from the lower social orders may conceivably be terrified at the prospect of being called upon to dine with the great and powerful, and may aspire to 
uh, to nothing more than getting home with their heads intact. When an ornate carriage arrived for you, you packed your possessions, said farewell to your bewildered friends and family, and set off on what may likely be the longest trip you have ever taken into the dark wilds of the Carpathian woods. After a fortnight of jarring travel through rough roads, mud, and pouring rain, you arrive late at night at the Red Lamb, a cozy inn where most of the travelers are also on the road to the Giovanni Manse. The dinner at the manse is to be held the following evening, and you are to stay at the inn for the night. The game now begins. And so, each one of you, um, I'll say that each one of you, or the five of you, arrive at the outside the inn at about the same time. It's it's still rain. It's still raining somewhat lightly. Let me change the image real funny. Um, it's still raining, um, and the moon can be seen through the clouds, but barely. Um, unlike the last fortnight, uh, the rain is beginning to to lessen up. But um, you do. Each one of you all arrive outside the inn at about the same time. Um, we can have we can go in the same order and have have each of you describe what your characters look like and what they do when they or what they do when they arrive. And I believe we have our our groups traveling are let's see we have um, Suava and Sasha arriving together and. Um, and we have Alonso, um, and we have Alonso and um, we have Alonso and Nico arriving together. So uh, we will start with the loner. I get yeah. Yep. So we'll start with the loner Lucen. So uh, what do you look like? And what's the first thing you do when you arrive at the outside the inn. So it's raining, huh? Yep. I will try to get underneath some. Uh... Underneath something so that they get out of the rain as quickly as possible. Um, dressed in a fairly nice uh, looking, you know, tabard and just general outfit. Uh, dark colors, mostly like blacks and dark grays. And trying to just figure out what's going on. <laughs> All right, so as soon as you step I'm, out of the carriage. I'm more curious than afraid of this whole invitation because I suspect I've got some sort of enemies in in Italy, back in Italy, and uh, as far as I know, Giovanni could be one of them, or he might have information on them that might help me. I don't know, but I want to find out. All right. So I'll say, ducking the rain, you head into the inn and probably don't even notice the other, uh, the other uh, people arriving in their own carriages. So Sasha and Sava, um, will do you guys' arrival next. Same situation. It's still raining somewhat lightly than it was, than it than it had been the past fortnight. But you guys just arrived outside the Red Lamb Inn. Um, with it with it being raining, um. Sasha will, will hand his cloak over to Suava so she doesn't get wet. Um, he he's wearing 
he's wearing uh, his finery because his father said you you best make a good impression or you know bad things. <laughs> so he he is he is he appears to be very nervous, maybe a little bit jittery. Um, he's generally dressed in black and gray with green accents. And Guava, you're with you're with you're uh, with Sasha, who's looking not not as happy well not as happy as he you'd think he would be. Uh, well, it, admittedly, the, these lands customs are uh, somewhat foreign to you, but um, you'd think he should be happier. Yeah, because if it, she on the other hand sees us as a means of gathering more information, because there's. If we're going to be eating at such a prestigious merchant's place, there's bound to be something that she can uh, write down or even, you know, swing into some kind of interesting song here or there. But compared to uh, Sasha, Suava is a uh, smaller framed woman who is trying to dress her best, but probably is not to the degree that Sasha is. Uh other than his cloak, she has on a fairly fine dr dress uh, in the darker bluish kind of steel gray color. Um, and her hair is kind of pinned up into a traditional braid that she's used to wearing uh, back in her time at her village. All right. Um, so I'm assuming you guys both go in into the red land together, assuming trying to avoid the rain as much as possible. Yes. Yeah. All right. And the last pair to arrive will be Nico and Al Nico and Alonzo. <laughs> so uh so finally after you guys probably I don't want to say arrived last, but you guys got out of the uh your cart last. So just upon arriving after all of this travel, um what uh what do we'll, we'll start with um whoever wants to start first what do you guys look like what are you guys up to uh so nico is going to be uh stepping out um i want to say he he dresses in a manner that's kind of uh as middle class as you can get in this time period um <laughs> you know he's not so lavish but he looks also pretty well off is the best way to describe it um you know he doesn't really he's not really one to wear like copious amounts of jewelry but he does have like um you know a chain around his neck but it tucks inside his shirt um and everything and uh N nico looks a little odd if not because um his hair is a very dark brown, but if it was like a few shades lighter, uh, it would be very much red. And his eyes are a very peculiar green as well. But other than that, he doesn't look so lost. He kind of looks like he's a bit familiar with this area, but not like 100%. He, he is familiar with certain things here and there, uh, but he's not like 100% lost here, if that makes any sense. Well, you want to make sure you're um, you look good enough because when do you get the opportunity to carouse with people like Lord Giovanni? Uh. Mm -hmm. 
Hmm. Alonzo looks like he's uh, in his early 40s, but it feels like his face <laughs> in his face is looking a little bit older than that. Um, like he just looks more tired than he sh- than he should look. Um, he's relatively nondescript. Uh, he's wearing pretty good, very dark brown and black clothes, like riding clothes, like journeying clothes. So he's wearing the right clothes, but I think they're a little bit actually too good for around here. Like on the coasts, they might kind of be sensible, but they're really. It doesn't look like I should be from around here. It looks like I should be on a ship, not in a carriage. Um, and I probably look a little bit green around the gills because I haven't had enough to drink, and I want to get into the bar immediately to get something to drink. <laughs> okay, so each one of so each one of you um, walk in roughly about. I'll say um, Lucin walked in first. Um, Swala and. Uh, Sasha arrived not well, made it in not long after the um, not long after he did um and uh and uh Nico and Luke uh follow in upon arriving let me change now. Uh, so um upon arriving you can see that a roaring hearth fire banishes the night's chill and gloom from the space spacious common room inside the red lamp you can see there are several ta- you see there are a few tables um most of them are unoccupied but the only other people in the inn are what looks to be the innkeeper standing sort sitting behind a large semi large wooden bar he's dressed in clothing that doesn't it looks what you would consider in this time to be lower middle class that's more raggy and dirty than you would expect um uh, there, uh, there looks to be a young soldier sitting at another table, and an old beggar woman, and what looks to be a monk. He's definitely dressed as if he is one. Um, and as you and as you soon arrive, um, you guys all can see each other. So this is the first time that uh, that you've all met. You would know that this inn um, has been set out in advance that all of the people here are traveling to the Giovanni Mat. So Suava and Sasha, you can see uh, Nico, um, Al- Alonzo, and um, Lucian. So you need to, you know, get to know each other first. Hello, I'm Alonzo Marome from Sicily. Who might you all be? Oh, this is my companion, compa- my riding companion, Nico, as well. Hello. Hmm? <laughs> How do y'all think? <laughs> 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 so it just kind of looks over it. Sasa, like, gesturing as if he wants to go first, or... Oh, um... Uh... Sh- will look to her, then back to the group in front of them, then back to her, then back to the group, and give a sort of soft smile and introduce himself. He's like, I am, um... Sasa, um, Jarvis, it is a pleasure to meet you all tonight. Oh, 
Oh, look at her. I, I, I am uh, Suava. Um, it's nice <laughs> to meet you all. Um, can I buy all of you drinks? Oh, and what's your name? Listen, hey, at your service. Uh, may I assume that all of you also have it, have invitations? Of course, yeah, of course. Why would we be here otherwise? None of us seem to actually be from around here. My mother's side, my mother's side is probably more familiar with the area, but I haven't really talked with them in some time, so this is still something of a new experience for me here. Really? You you have family possibly here? Yeah, um, my mother's side. Uh, they mostly lived over here before. Uh, a good portion of them went uh, a little down south, right? This is like a little farther down south from Greece. I'm just asking. Oh, Siri. Because <laughs> I suck at my geography. But yeah, um, my some of my mother's family long time ago uh, went a little further south. Um, and that's where my mom met my dad and murder she uh, not murder she wrote but you know um that's how the story goes hmm. uh what of the other uh you the other two i know you said you're from Sic sicily yes that's um... originally from originally from spain but i have lived in sicily for the last uh two decades yeah So the kind of uh, looks expectingly at Lucin. <laughs> I traveled from northern Italy. That's about as much as I'm capable of saying. And on that note, the innkeeper waves you guys waves you guys to come uh or beckons for you guys to come over to the bar so that he can greet you and say hello. Oh, drinks. Good. Why Why can he not come to us? <laughs> He's sitting behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy. Uh, He's sitting behind the bar. Listen, He's doing a job. Yeah. He's doing his job, right? And we'll say that he waves for one of the nearby um, servants, uh, and one of the nearby servants walks up and guides you to one of the, guides uh, all of you together to one of the other um, one of the empty tables. Um, and you can see, um, and then the innkeeper, then the innkeeper gets up and he, um, he walks over to your table, um, with a, um, a small, um, or he walks up to, ah, yeah, sorry. He walks up to your table and he says, <clears throat> greetings, I, um, greetings, you're, um, we are here to meet our part of the group heading to the Giovanni Mance, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. May, um, I must ask, where are each of you from? I Some of you look rather... Or some of you are uh, rather different than the people that usually come around here. So where are you from? Or where do you hate... Or, where do you hail from? What language is he speaking? Italian. He'd be speaking ah. Italian. Uh, from from Sicily. I would love a whiskey as well if you could. And he uh takes a not a quill, but um just a 
people write with. Um, he takes out a piece of parchment and writes that down on it. Good um, man. But you're Hi. from Sicily. What's your name? Oh, Alonso Marone. Alonso Marone. I am Sigis. Sigismund is what they call me. Sigismund. Mm. Sigismund. Like. I'll Where's nod like, I, like I got that. <laughs> Sigismund. So S I G I S M U N D. I'll do my best not to butcher that later. <laughs> Where do the rest of you hail from, if you don't mind me asking? I come from a small town named Berlin in Germany. Berlin? Wow, you must have had a long pilgrimage to get here. It was, and it is an incredible opportunity and one I could not afford not to take. I actually fell asleep three times on the trip. But, uh, yes, I... I'm glad I made a wonderful fellow for you. Oh. <laughs> well, what were we going to do? Like you only see the trees so many times. Oh, oh! I would, I would say, I would say things about how you would have been a better pedal for me, but I won't in fear of violence. <laughs> Ignore my friend. Um, I, I'm from uh, Denmark. Denmark. Wow. May I ask what or? The invitation from Lord Giovanni brings you here, but wow, that's that is quite the distance. <laughs> it is. I must say, I've never met, I've never met a Norse. I've never met those from from that area. I've never met anyone from that area before. It is definitely different. I, I, I don't. I'm still adjusting. <laughs> you people do not. Eat fish as much. It's really weird. Well, it's <laughs> different tastes, different places, I suppose. Well, this area is landlocked, dear, so it might be hard to get it. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> what about the rest of you? Uh, I am... Oh, full name is Nicodemus Veduva. I'm from Greece. And how was how was your pilgrimage? <laughs> um, it was a long journey. Not much I can say, honestly. But you know, I like the long journeys every so often. Well, as much as I can help it, anyway. I'm assuming that the invitation that uh, Lord Giovanni uh, gave to me was uh, well sent for me was um, something probably about a commissioned painting. I mean, my work has been very busy at the Vatican lately, that uh, sometimes I just go wherever they send me. But this is a nice little personal trip, and I hope to yield some experience from this. Well, I hope it's... I hope... I know my small inn is nothing compared to the Mance of Lord... It's going to be nothing compared to the Mance of Lord Giovanni, but I hope you do enjoy the stay, your stay while you're here. Of course, I most definitely will. And who who hasn't who hasn't spoken yet? Lucian, right? Yeah. 
I am. Uh, my name. Hi. I'm called Lucen Hayes. I hail from northern Italy, though I'm not entirely sure how the invitation found me while I was traveling the ro <laughs> traveling the road eastward. But perhaps it was Providence that that I was heading in this direction already. Money. It was money. Money could buy anything. Well, if you ask Lord Giovanni, I'm sure that's that, uh, sure that's one thing he would say. And he walks away for a second, and then he, and then a, a little, a couple minutes later, he walks back with whiskey and, um, has a couple of servants bring what looks to be a stew. Those of you who are from the higher social orders, such as like Nico, um, would recognize this stew as being simple in comparison to what you'd normally eat. And um, Sigismund says, begging your forgiveness for this simple stew. It's nothing like what Lord Giovanni serves, you lucky devils, but it will fill ye till tomorrow. And he gives the whiskey to... Um, Alonso and uh, places this um, stew in front of each of you. And then he says, um, so may I ask what what are each of your professions? I'm curious as to as to maybe that's why uh, Lord Giovanni sent for you. I was a courier and I owned my own trading ship. Sadly, it sailed into ground about a year ago, I think. Uh, I can't quite remember, but I was able to save enough, and I've uh, retired at the old age of 42. I see, you're retired. How about you, Lucen? What What's your profession? I, I'm a... Tr I would... Uh... Consider myself a knight errant. I no longer have a lord to serve, but I still travel. I'm traveling to try to make people's lives better. That's a no. That's a noble profession. How about you, Stasha? Oh, I am a uh, an academic or um, a scholar in um ancient uh occultist type things. Well at least that's what I was learning from my father. Interesting. Yeah, Nico's gonna about... like I eye that. He's gonna be like, hmm <laughs> you got things to talk about, about here. How about the other two? Slava and Nicodemus, is it? Yes. Well, ladies first. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, I am a Skald. I am going to one day hopefully be able to sing the songs of great praise and hopefully I actually get to spend money. Oh, I've never heard that sound before. I believe you around here they are called musicians, poets. Uh, um, uh, bards. She's like mumbling for the word. Yeah. Bard, sweetheart. Oh, yeah, bard. I guess the nor. I guess the 
North Northman version of it, I guess I suppose. And how about you, Nico? Uh, I'm a painter. I normally paint a lot of paintings for the church every so often. It's where I get most of my income from. Not to brag it, but uh, that's what I know. That's where I mostly. Uh, that's what I mostly do for my work, and occasionally I do personal projects here and there. Um, but I mostly deal with painting. Interesting. Um, and don't. Uh, well, I will. I will leave you to eat. Don't mind the other the the the, the soldier over there. He um he's he's been well he's he's been staying here for a few nights. And the other two we're expecting some more guests, I will warn you. Um and then he walks off back to the bar and you guys are left to eat your food. Um but not long after you start to eat, not long after you begin eating, um, you can hear um, you can hear uh, some more soldiers walk in from outside, and they announce and they say, "Announcing Mariana, announcing the arrival of Mariana," and um, what, who walks in after that looks to be an 18-year-old girl dressed in, from what you can tell. Uh, dressed in a uh, a dress that's based on the quality and the um, and how worn it is, she's definitely a peasant. Um, and she walks uh, she walks over and she um, well not to your table. She walks, she's led to a different one as the soldiers um, move on to the next and as this large group of people show up, um, announcing Alesso Bellini. He's looks he's dressed as if he's a shepherd. He looks to be about twenty. The the look in his eyes the look in his eyes betray a sense of um, he's a he's of Italian descent and has short brown hair and brown eyes his eyes betray that he's quite reluctant to be here so we'll just move on to the next saying announcing Agnolo Cellini um, and this guy's dressed as if he's a baker he's of Italian descent he's got paler skin uh, blonde hair and blue eyes um, and uh, then as he moves in to his own to his own table. Um, the next person to walk in is announcing Lucia Gasparo. And she looks to be about 18. She's got dirty red hair and brown eyes. And she's definitely dressed in peasant clothing. Um, and the soldier moves on to the next. Announcing Leonardo Rosso. This guy looks to be about 40. He's definitely a noble. He's dressed in noble finery. He's just, he just oozes condescension toward everyone. And he looks very uncomfortable to be here. Um, and he just kind of walks off as if he's like, you know, above everybody else. The next person to walk in, the soldier announces as Azaf, and this guy's definitely a Turk. He's uh, Middle Eastern descent with uh, dark skin and a frame befitting a soldier. He's wearing simple Turkish robes, and the expression on his face is a mix of concern and curiosity. And as he moves in, the next person to walk in, again dressed like a priest, like the other monks, um, and he's announced as uh, Bernard, um, Bernardio of Siana. He's uh, definitely a priest. Uh, he looks to be about 63. He's got dark brown hair and brown eyes. He looks pretty happy to be here. Um, and the last person to walk in is about a 30-year-old, um, definitely a Romanian gypsy. He's wearing the long, long, heavy coat, which 
soaked from the rain, and he's announced as Alexandru. So each one of these people are all sitting in, uh, sitting in their own tables or sitting, and so sitting, so here in the end with you, there's the soldier who was here initially, the monk who was here at first, uh, there's the old woman, and then these, uh, then these people. So as you guys, um, as you guys are giving your food and and eating, these guys all like are announced and walk in. And walk in. They got announced. I'm jealous. <laughs> it's a lot of people to be housing for one dinner. Luca's just like keeping his eyes out. Like, if anyone like really notices, they'll notice how his look kind of like. He squints his eyes very pointedly at the pre at the like monks or priest that might be coming in, but like he looks kind of calmer the moment he sees, um, you know, uh, I guess the Romanian gypsy that's there as well. So he's kind of like, huh, another one, but that's like really it when it comes to Nico. Um, not long uh, after. These people arrive. Um, the, the the initial monk who was here, who by the way had been spitting every time someone mentioned Lord Giovanni, he'd been spitting on the floor every time someone mentioned him. Um, and he goes up to each. Um, he goes up uh, to each one of, or actually first to the five of ye, or first to the five of you, starting with uh, Suava. And he says, "Listen to me, brothers. Uh, listen to me, sister." An evil has entered Christendom from the lands to the south, an ill wind from the land of the heathen. Know, know ye the wind I mean? It is the wind of the devil. Tell uh, me. What know ye of your host? <laughs> and he's definitely like that that type of like, you know, that very preachy kind of almost like yeah, it's like wait, no, especially <laughs> the especially annoying kind of priest, the ones that like go like go door to door. An Angelicus? No, I understand that he is a wealthy merchant. And he just has a look of dismissal on his face. It says, Tomorrow ye enter into the abode of evil. Shun it, reject it, cast it out. Go ye not. Claudius Giovanni uh, is the very, is the very <laughs> devil incarnate. That's what people say about all the rich merchants. And tax collectors, last I looked at it. <laughs> Do you have anything interesting to say? Do I say this politely? Shove off. I will get him say. I, I'm curious, what did you say this of our soon to be host? Haven't you heard the tales? The tales of diabolical sacrifices being made in that manner where the devil is raised by a mockery of the Last Supper. No. I no. They would say something similar to my own people. I've heard mm, very few tales of any sort. Please enlighten me. People go mi people go missing. They end up uh they end up are found either dead or supposedly sacrifice supposedly sacrificed to the to the devil for for the pleasure just the pleasure of Lord Giovanni and his hosts. I've even seen him hosting Tur I've even seen him hosting Turks here. 
If they go missing, how do you know they've been sacrificed? Where else would they just... have gone? Clearly, Giovanni's be sacrificing them to the devil. Clearly. Um... Did you see a carriage leave with them soon after? I'm pretty sure they just no. left. <laughs> have you ever been to the manse? Of course not. It's the as I said, it's the abode of evil. Then Claudius Giovanni is the devil incarnate, and then as he says Giovanni, he again spits on the floor, which he's done twice, by the way, <laughs> since he showed up. <laughs> if you've never been there to verify these rumors, then how are we to believe anything that you say? And he kind of like he looks dejected, rhetorically beaten, but like he he sees uh he says, "I see you not are not." willing like to listen to my warnings. I I have warned you. And then he kind of w walks off kind of into like a, a hop toward the other guests and he starts giving that same speech to them. <laughs> Let's say very loud, like very, like very, very loud, very invasive kind of speech to them. <laughs> if he spits again, I'm going to walk up to him and ask him to kindly stop spitting on our good host's floor. And if he keep and and Nico kind of just like it's odd for the next few words that are gonna come out his mouth, but he's just gonna be like, and if he continues, are you gonna do something about it? I don't say that as insulting, but if he did keep doing it, what would you do? You seem strong enough to throw him outside. Mm-hmm. Is this normal for priests to do? No, but then again, who says anything priests do is normal? And Nico just said that very, very off the cuff, very matter of fact, as he like continues to eat his his stew, very nonchalant. So it's like, if y'all didn't know he had disdain earlier, he's not really making an effort to really hide it, even though sometimes he gets paid by these guys. You can tell he's kind of like, yeah. Uh, you can tell his attitude's very like. Sasha will look to Suava. It's like the the priests that seen that we've seen back home never acted in such a mm -hmm, in such a manner as this. It's, I would say it seems against what they've been taught. You'll be surprised about the church doing. Thing, doing a lot of things that they preach and they don't actually follow. Oh, I, I am quite aware. Oh. Like, like Nico's like, oh, we gotta talk more. <laughs> like, yeah, he has Wait. a little just the, oh, and uh. Does he spit on the floor again, though? <laughs> um, as, he's, uh, as he's speaking to each of the 13, um, you could see him, uh, he does it, uh, he does it an another time, like every time he talks to, uh, one of them, he does it every time he mentions the word Giovanni, he does it. Yeah, but, uh, I, I, I will legitimately walk up to him and just make myself tall and somewhat imposing and speak to him and say, your warnings are appreciated and heeded. But please, do not trouble our good host by sullying his floor with your spittle. You actually have thoughts on intimidation? You do. So give me a... Can you do me a favor and roll for me charisma... Mini, or not manipulation, intimidation. Okay. 
That works. First roll of the night. I think it's five dice for you. Um, um so slash or five d ten. Do it straight from the sheet. You can like make. Uh, you can like make it a a dice tool in the um, dice section of the sheet. Yeah, uh, you can it. yeah, or you can just roll it yourself. Or you can just roll it yourself. Tell me what the uh, tell me what the numbers are. I think that's five dice for you. Three, seven, eight, eight, nine. Three, seven, nine. Okay, that is four. Nine. Four successes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so. You, you walk right up to this guy, and you've got a pretty built frame looking like, you know, you, in your case, you, your frame is, is very intimidating, and as you stand up tall, like right over him, because you're much tall, you're taller than he is. If I remember tall correctly, I've got myself listed at 6 foot 2 and 220 pounds. Ooh, Jesus. Yeah, so you're I'm pretty... Very, like, I'm a very tall and muscular build for this time of period. <laughs> Yes, you're very, you're very tall as you walk up to this guy, get right up in his face, and just make your, uh, uh, make your request, and he kind of, like, seeing you, kind of immediately crumples and shies away, he says, I, I, very well. Thank you, good sir. As I said, your warnings are acknowledged and appreciated. I appreciate your cooperation, as I'm sure our hosts do as well. I mean, not especially yeah. appreciated, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, Nico, Nico's eyeing that, and he's just like, oh. Well, there's a moment where he's like, he looks a little disappointed that, like, this didn't erupt in the way that he wanted it to, but he's like... Out of character, there's a good chance this guy would have gotten tossed on his ass if he had uh, kept up doing that. Yeah, nah, so like, Nico's like eyeing the display, he's just kind of like, you know, he looks somewhat a little sad, but at the same time, he's very much like, he kind of like composes himself real quick and is like, you know, hmm, at least he stopped. Sasha will give small golf clap when he comes back to the table. <laughs> What a one! Um, <laughs> what a nice uh, display there, Lucian. 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 Uh, something to do with light. I, I don't call finer point names. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I am trying to cast it. Uh, I'm trying. And okay, all right. Um, okay, all right. Um, so uh, an accident happens is that young soldier that had been there. He walks up toward Lucen specifically, uh, and as he walks, you can tell he's limping. Um, if uh, those of you who have are trained in medicine, if any of you are, I don't think any of you are. Um, then. Uh, nope. I have one dot. I have one dot in medicine. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is going to go swimming late for us in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, so, um, so as he walks over, um, he says, he says, uh, first to listen, that was very impressive. You, from the looks of it, you're a soldier, right? 
a knight, so a step up from soldier, perhaps. So he says, um, I have no learning, I nor skills, nor farming, not a trade. I know no other life than soldiering, and I cannot travel on long marches anymore. I'm told Lord Giovanni is hiring many men. If you will not have me, I know not where to turn. Do you think, since you have been invited to, G to Lord Giovanni's men, do you think that you'd be willing to put in a good word for me, maybe? I, perhaps I could. What, did, what, what is your name, sir? What, what, what I'm Paul. <laughs> I'm Paul. I'm fresh from... I'm fresh from Crusader Yano, um, Yano's, I'm not going to butcher this, um, Honeyades battles against the Turks from the Crusades. I unfortunately was crippled by a, by a wound, a deep wound in my leg. Most unfortunate, but an honorable wound, to be certain. Ah, uh, if... If the option, if a opportunity arises, I will indeed give. I will uh, put in a good word for our host. He he bends his uh, head to actually uh, to all of, he bends his head to all of you and says, "I I thank each of you for I thank each of you for this uh, for your future help. I as I said, I I know not where else to turn." No, no worries. We'll definitely pitch in a good word. Yeah, yes, sure, of course, yes. Like the one time Nico is like actually nice. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Why not? And as he uh, gets, um, I think you've all answered any affirmative or has Alonzo? Yep. Yep. And he limps back to the table he came from. Shame that he uh, got crippled fighting God's War. Yeah. Mike. Clearly, they weren't in his favor that day. Well, there is some uh, honor in at least fighting for a cause. That so is I true. I really agree with. That. Yeah, I can't really agree with much of what they do, but I'm getting paid, so... And you say I've... you paint for them. I paint for them, but uh, <laughs> let's just say I like putting things in there that they don't really notice. So I'm actually kind of like leads more kind of interested. Like, what kind of things are we talking Literally leans over and whispers into her ear, like just you know, symbols of the pagans, and just like leans back a little bit. For emotion, like this blank expression, just like, what? Oh. What, what kind are we? So she doesn't like want to oust uh, Sasha, but she definitely like looks at Sasha and then like back at uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. And he leans back in again, and it's just like, I like to paint the symbols of my mother's religion into into the paintings. And hardly any of them don't notice. Oh. My mother's He'll... religion is not the same as theirs. Sasha will lean over. 
that's because the Catholicismists, they're, they're idiots and can't see what's already shoved up their end. Wait, wait, wait. Can Nico hear this? Yes. <laughs> no, Nico will nod his head very enthusiastically at this. It's like, yes, no, all of what he just said, mm. very true. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> I'm not listening to this. I'm busy eating my stew, which I find <laughs> very easy. No, I'm not listening. <laughs> uh, like, not not even, just, I'm not even trying not to listen. I'm just not paying attention because I'm actually hungry and this suit is pretty good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I was still kind of like leaned over. She looks over at. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Luke. I'm, I can't remember how to say your character name. Nico? Uh, no, Luke's character. Bonzo? Yeah, she looks over at him and she's like, "And you, where is the farthest place you've been in your travels?" Oh, um, Jerusalem. I've been everywhere in the Mediterranean, basically. Which one was the most memorable? Ooh, um, Sicily, a beautiful island. I keep coming back there for I don't even know why. She wants to but write I a really song about it. Not that, but mm. yes, learning things is good. <laughs> Greece, Greece was also beautiful. Bet mm, it was. <laughs> Everywhere in the Mediterranean is beautiful. You should try going to Germany. All countryside is quite breathtaking. Um. Yes. Not, not to mention of. Unique cultural tastes, son. He points to his um, alcohol. Uh, mm. I could appreciate it for that. I have heard tale of giant bears that eat men, though. Oh, that one yet? Oh, really? Oh, that's only if you go into the Forbidden Forest. You'll be fine if you don't go there. I mean, the problem for me is when you call something forbidden, I normally like going wherever you say it's forbidden. So. And, and Nico will kind of agree. It's like normally if it's called forbidden, either they have something in there that they don't want people to find out, or it is actually like legit, uh, legitimately dangerous. And then, and then I would want to know what what was what makes it so dangerous. All right. Okay. So how about how about this? Is it have a, the the only in the forest of bright shining rainbows? So about these giant bears. <laughs> yes. So they're real. They are. They are black bears. They tell stories about them on the some of the some of the Germans who come down and man the ships in the Mediterranean. They tell stories about them. Oh, I'm sure you. They are probably over exaggerated. And then the people who kill the bears and then wear their skin and then become the bears. That is that's quite unfortunate and makes me quite sad. But that does happen up on occasion. Perhaps I should have headed north. <laughs> but they generally only attack when they feel threatened, like any animal. Wait, Sasha, you did not. Yes. What? There's actually bears that are bull. <laughs> what? What shuffle? Deny what he said. <laughs> OK, 
okay. the men who kill bears and wear their pelts and then become bears. <laughs> that's what the, that's the story they told on the ships. Yes, I remember I the they were like a group of warriors, be like a dozen or so of them. Are you are you talking about the people that shape shift into bears? Yes. Yeah. Oh, those are just those are just all oh, sweetheart. Those are just legends. That's, that's not real. Mm, legends, yeah. Like God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like stories we sto- stories we tell young children to get them to stay in bed. But certainly, there's some truth to those legends, are there not? I mean, maybe not the transformation into the bear. But still, probably there's legends about them, about those who wear the pelts. Yes. Hmm. It's really why people don't wander around in the forests on their own. <laughs> Safety and numbers and whatnot. Of course. I've seen incredible scary things out there. I think anyone who doesn't believe that uh, there's things out there that we don't know about or we haven't been told about is a fool to think that they're not real. Or at least live with the possibility that they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, before you guys can even uh, finish your food, uh, some more people arrive. Um Total of about four. Um, there are um, one is a slightly built, well dressed man, and they're all wearing the Giovanni. There are two two armed soldiers wearing the Giovanni crest, along with a slightly built, well dressed man whose aristocratic features are marred by a deep scar that runs down the right side of his face from his hairline to his chin. Um, and the other one is a tall, ruddy-faced young man who wears coachman's leathers and a large wooden cross around his neck. The one with the scar on his face um, introduces himself as, um, <clears throat> I am Sir Lothar, steward to Lord Giovanni. I am he who selected the 13 of you from among the great masses of folk to meet the Lord. This is Rodergo. He is, but he is the coachman whose duty it is to bring you to the Lord's Mance on the morrow. And then he walks to eat, specifically to each of you. He doesn't start with uh, the five of you. He starts with Mariana, and goes um, walk and walks over to each uh, one of them, and then right. And uh, actually, right there, go. Uh, how high is everyone? How many total dice does everyone have in perception plus awareness? Three, four. Perception, awareness. Five. Awareness. Uh, four. I am decently alert, not aware. <laughs> All right. I'll say that. Um, you notice as he's talking to each uh individual person, he does uh take their hand and um uh hold it for a bit, but then as he moves forward, um. You guys, he starts with um, he starts with um, Alonzo, and he takes your hand and says, "Welcome to Lord Giovanni's Holdings. I am pleased you've graced us with your company. I hope your stay is a me- an agreeable and memorable one." 
And as he says this, he takes, uh, Alonzo, he takes your hand and holds it for entirely too long to be appropriate. Uh, uh, caressing it, and, uh, he lifts, his, lifts your hand to his nose, sniffing it, almost as if he's sniffing for something. Um, and this is way uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I played this what? game with people before out in the sea. I stare him directly in the eyes. <laughs> this is a challenge to authority. I understand this deeply. So I'll look at him dead in the eyes as he does this with a big smile and say, thank you so much for the invitation. Uh, is this an intimidation gesture or a... No, no, no. Creep, just, uh, just, I, won't gesture. Be, I, I won't be cowed by uncomfortable situations in public. I'll get right down in the in the mud with you. Let's stare at each other and deeply in the eyes. Uh, let's see. Huh? I'm pissed. <laughs> Sasha will lean over to Schwava. Blistering romance. Who do you think is going to be? I don't know. Um, yeah. But our friend, our friend looks like the bottom, so... <laughs> uh, okay, so I would like you, Alonso, to roll for me. Oh. Uh, I want to say, say, this isn't you're trying to intimidate him, so I want to say either. Uh, let's see, I would I would like to say either manipulation. Uh, I'll say leadership? manipulation. Yeah, I could go with that. Yeah, we'll say manipulation leadership. Nice. Uh, that's six for me. Uh, ten, eight, four, ten, two, ten. That's a lot of tens. Right. So that is. Yeah, that's. That's four successes. No wait, hang on. Yeah, yeah, four successes. So let me roll for him real quick. Um. And that is... I have it for him. Thank yeah. you as a slash GM roll. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that is only one success. Okay, so, um, Alonso, in uh, your particular case, you are, uh, he is the one that backs off first. Um, and, uh, <laughs> As it seems to, like as this, as he's still holding Alonzo's hand the entire time, as they're like staring at each other's eyes for way too long. Uh, eventually, it just gets too awkward, even for uh, Lothar, um, as he just uh, releases your um, releases your hand and moves on next to uh, Lucent, who does the same, he says the same thing he's done before, and does the same kind of creepy hand holding, sniffing thing. <laughs> I'm actually just when he goes for my hand, I'm gonna grasp grasp his hand and hold it hold it very tightly as a and say to him, uh, "Well met, sir. sir. <laughs> fine to see a, another. It's fine to see a, another night on the field. Uh, another night here." And if he wants to and, sniff me, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, he he takes your hand, shakes it, and. Uh, he gives you um, a smile that looks almost that that he that gives you a uh, a smile, a fur and a firm handshake, and does do the sniffing thing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, 
And then he moves on next to who's gonna get who's who gonna do that creepy thing for next? Uh we'll say um we'll say Nico. Nico takes his hand and just shakes it. It's like a pleasure. And he does a sn he, he he sniffs your hand and holds it for way too long. <laughs> Nico kinda just looks very unfazed by it. He's just very kinda like strange land, strange cups customs. He he kinda remembers something like kind of familiar with his mom's family like from the stories that he's heard and from people who still keep the old habits so he's just assuming that this is just a, a, a very common habit up here so he's just kind of like you know eh, I'm used to this kind of thing those of you who do live in this area know it's very much not <laughs> um, and next he moves over to Sasha and does the exact same thing he says so he will he will pull his hand back before he gets a chance to touch it. Just like that that is that is quite alright. It is a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> but my hand is not my hair and neither probably smell good right now, so no, that that's okay. You don't have to yeah. Uh, alright, he just kinda of shrugs and moves over to the only person with is Swava. Uh, he does the same thing. He uh, <laughs> reaches to take your hand and do the same weird sniffing thing. <laughs> yeah, she she tries not to make it aware that she thinks it's a little weird. <laughs> if by a little, I mean a lot weird. <laughs> uh, do you want me to do you want me to have your roll for that? Ah, uh, if you want, I don't. It's up, it's up, it's up to you whether you want to roll for it or not, since we're not really like, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. She she hides it well enough. I'll say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hides it well enough. Let's she also know she shouldn't disrespect the people that work for her her, her intended host. <laughs> um. So when he's done with all this, all the greetings, as creepy as they were. Uh, <laughs> Um, alright. Um, okay, hang on. So, so, um, um, and when he's done with the greetings, he walks toward the center of the room and he says, <clears throat> It is good that you are all assembled. Our Lord is eagerly awaiting the joy of serving you tomorrow. You are most fortunate to have captured his attention. This is a day your loved ones will long remember. <laughs> and, um, someone... Of, in the in the group of thirteen, uh, gets up and says, uh, "The person, the nobly dressed one, the one you would recognize as um, Leonardo Rosso, uh, the forty-year-old Italian noble." He says, um, "Sir, I have a question. Why have serfs been invited to this meeting?" And uh, Lothar immediately like glares him down and says, um, "Are you questioning the wisdom of your betters?" And then he recovers his composure and says, "Even members of the of the lower orders may find favor with the Lord of the Nat." Um, and uh, I would like, who here has actually lived? Um, who, actually, actually, you can all make this roll. I would like you all to roll perception awareness. One, two, three, four. four Do you type rolling? However many d10 is that how it works? Oh, uh, slash roll. 
Yeah, you can do slash roll space and then, you know, 4D whatever have you, or dash R space. It still counts. Uh, hold on. Well, there's two perfectly <laughs> average rolls. You said perception and uh, uh, awareness. Okay. Look at you rolling a 10. All right, so let me see. Everybody rolled? Yes. Yes. Okay, so that is one, two, three. Uh, three successes for Sasha. Well, I rolled a one, so one gets taken away, so it's two. Yeah, um, the difficulty was six. So oh. it's two, three. So yeah, dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. So two successes for Sasha. Uh, two successes for Slava. Uh, two successes for, for um, two successes for Alonzo. Uh, none for Lucen and three. Okay, Nico, you are the only one that uh can recall that you actually saw um Lothar in your uh in your village once before. Um, but you're you're the only one that recognizes that. Um. Um, thank you for hmm. I've seen him before where he was posted outside my village I remember I recognize him um, he did say he was the one that was scouting I mean, yeah, I mean, he probably traveled very far, very, very far, but, huh, I mean, yeah, he probably just traveled around, probably scouted us ahead of time, and then, you know, probably did, um, then probably sent the invitations. I mean, I wouldn't have passed him. Well, when the men's lord has money, you would expect such. Yeah. Probably paid for his transportation back and forth. Lord Giovanni must be really... He is. Yeah. Fabulously wealthy. Yeah, I was about to... Yeah. Beyond probably your wildest dreams. I was about to say I was about to say something modern about that, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, do not make this man... Try making this man your sugar daddy. No. Listen. <laughs> you don't know my life. <laughs> but uh, it's like, yeah, Lord Giovanni must have a lot. My God. Have you not heard of the Giovannis? I heard of them. I've heard they were incredibly wealthy, but in order to send one man or several scouts out, you know, for, well us, or 13 people, no less, he must have pretty good reach. You had to pick um. this one, I swear to God. <laughs> I know this one, too. <laughs> it's royalty-free, we don't want to get sued. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I do not need strikes on my YouTube channel. <laughs> and at, at, after uh, that announcement, uh, Paul, at this point, um, Paul kind of, like, he, uh, 
he what's the most story? He kind of like not uh, nudges his head. Or, I want to say nudges his head, but kind of like half half just moves motions it towards him. Like are you gonna are you gonna and uh, help help with or are gonna make the uh, recommendation to him? Like, Because um, at that point, actually, instead of doing that, Paul will Paul will make that motion, but then he'll get up and kind of limp his way toward um, Lothar and uh, speak to him. It looks, from your perspective, he's brushing him off. Lothar is brushing. Yeah. Like, like Nico will see this. It's like, oh, the good part. Pitching a good part. Uh, I'll stand. I'll stand up and and. Yeah, Swabo would even get up to help. Just to clarify, Lothar was the was Lothar the one that shook all of our hands creepily, or is he? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. The yes. other guy is um, the other guy is Rodergo, and he is Rodergo, uh, he's kind of he's the coach. Yeah, Rodergo's okay. Yeah, he's the coachman. He's kind that's of like off. Which one was which? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Rodergo is the really creepy one with the scar. The coachman is. And then Rodrigo is the, or Lopa is the creepy one with the scar, Rodrigo is the yeah. coachman. Let's say, I, you know, speak to him, he's like, uh, good sir, if this, this poor man is injured in service of a greater, of our, of a greater good, if you, if you or your master have any, anywhere that you could make of use to or make find use for him would I would appreciate it would be appreciated he uh looks at uh how many of you approached just the two of you or you and Slava just the two of you I, I could help too I'm, I'm a sweet talker okay <laughs> all right wait hold on what are my stats wait a minute Wait, honey. Wait, let me look at this shit. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, um actually, Sasha will... Decent, I've actually got some decent rolls for this kind of stuff, probably. As as like, do Nico I. Sasha, Sasha will help. Yeah, Nico will go. He'll, he'll also vouch. Okay. Everybody uh, will vouch, uh, I guess. Uh, we, can, we can actually do this as a teamwork. Uh, as, a te as teamwork. So... I believe when B20, that is, um, you guys that help would roll, um, would roll, uh, would roll, uh, whatever stats I say and how many, ever many successes you get, that's extra dice the person, the main person is, um, can roll when they try and do it. So, uh, who's, who's, who's going to be the, like, main person? Who's going to roll the dice? I can use charisma and expression, which is what I would think makes sense here. I would... I could try that. I have I have yeah. five dice and um, charisma and etiquette. Yeah, I would have five yeah, for charisma and expression. I would have five for charisma etiquette. Okay. Well, you guys can use either one, whichever whichever one is higher. But who's going to be the main the main per the quote main person? Because the how this would work was the um the, the helpers would roll their dice first. And then their number of successes would be extra would be extra dice that the main person gets to roll uh, when they make their roll. I feel like it would have been a bit of a duty of mine. I, I would feel obligated to speak up on his behalf. 
Okay, we'll say loosens the main. I would like everyone else to roll me uh, charisma and either etiquette or um, either et etiquette or expression, whichever is whichever is higher. I did not help. What the fuck? You helped. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sasha still is... peeped out by him. Sorry, give me just a second because I just want to make sure I have this. Can you say charisma and expression? Charisma, expression, or etiquette, whichever one's higher. And uh, the expression's the highest one, so we're gonna we're gonna try that. All right, so that is. Uh, okay, so that is going to be so uh, Sasha, Suava, Alonzo, and um, Nico. All of you guys uh, start collectively spinning a, a tale of how noble Paul is for having fought and been injured in the Crusades. Um, and I would like Lucin to roll me either, uh, you're going to roll charisma and expression or etiquette with one, two, one, two, five, uh, six extra dice. <laughs> Alright, let's see if I actually roll well, though. I rolled terribly. <laughs> All of the dice. Well, I mean, wow, wow. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't say it's terrible. Like minus two. Oh, minus <laughs> two. Then one. So minus two. Hold on. Wait. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Wait. One, two. But the one takes away one of the successes. Six. Seven. At best, <laughs> two or three. seven minus two. <laughs> so, yeah. So wait, minus two. That would be yeah. five, uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. So let me see. Uh, which one I put difficulty? I put. Oh, oh wait, I dropped the difficulty by one because of uh, your help. So let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's 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 five successes. Okay, so, uh, Lucid, uh, <laughs> yes, well, uh, extra help and plus, uh, you can thank Slava's, Slava's, uh, excellent, uh, tail weaving for that yes. one. You see, you are something, something crippled, God tears. <laughs> she sings a song about Paul. <laughs> exactly. Listen, she'd probably more equate him to the God tear who literally loses his hand to Fenrir. Yeah. But still fights. It's about it's about how he, he got crippled fighting the worm. <laughs> Wrong game. Uh, and, um, so um as you guys uh spin it uh as uh Slava spins her, her tale uh, uh about Paul along with the rest of you, um uh, Lothar seems moved and he uh nods his he uh Lowers his head a little bit and nods and says, "Very well, I'll take the boy." And Paul looks, uh, Paul looks ex incredibly excited. Um, he, and you can see him him rush as much as he can to uh, gather a small bundle of his worldly goods, and um, he bows to uh, he bows to each of you and says, "Thank you, thank you, thank you." Like he like repeatedly thanks each of you profusely. 
and then he um and then he leaves along with one of the soldiers that came with Lothar. But this whole time, as his whole like interactions are going on, uh Brother Clement, the monk who had like got in your face earlier, he just he's been seething with anger the whole time and he just and he, yeah. he has just had enough. He just stands up on his bench and just shouts <laughs> evil incarnate. Lothar is but a toady and a bootlick to the devil, Claudius Giovanni. Oh, oh, God. On the floor. Uh, oh, he spit again. on the floor. You're in danger. Leave, flee this accursed place. And then Lothar glares at the monk and says, Get out. I, then, if he doesn't leave right, right now, I'm walking over, over to him to physically <laughs> remove him from the room. Don't you worry. Um... Clement shouts back, Your hellborn wizardry cannot compel a man of God. I expose your evil to the world. And Lothar just derisively uh, snorts and says, I need no hellbound born wizardry, fool. And then he motions to the guards who grab the monk and rest and start wrestling him to the ground. Uh, Lucin, you can help if you wish. If they're already handling him and <laughs> there's no need for me to pile on at this point, that's, that's excessive. <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh, the claim. You got him. I'll I'll let you handle him. Uh. All right. Um. So as they do this, they those guards they wrestle him to the ground and they drag him, kicking, screaming, and fighting from the common room. Some man of God fighting and kicking. I must say he has the spirit. He does. He does, but yeah. it's an eyesore. That he should have. It does, and it's an eyesore, and I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> I'll he just say that uh, with a lot I apologize in this in that man's uh, for that man's shoddy behavior towards your establishment. And then um Sigismund the innkeeper, he uh he like shakes. He, he's just shaking his head and says, "Oh, I wish, I wish I could avoided violence breaking out in my inn." But I thank you for your, I thank you for your apology and your um, your your um, action. <laughs> I think that man is um, a little bit too, too faithful. We'll say. I wonder, does he normally show up? He's a new. He's he's shown up a few times in the past, but he doesn't typically uh, get that into it. Hmm. Interesting. But then he says, um, "Sigismund kind of lowers his voice and says, um, I, I, I will say his words aren't." His words are a bit um, extreme, but uh, I don't want to. But he's not unwarranted. I don't want to speak ill of Lord Giovanni, but since he's come here, the wasting sickness has come with him. Some in these parts do say it's the evil eye. Him and all his foreign friends. Giovanni even has Turks to visit. And what's wrong so. with that? What's wrong with having friend friends from other places? I understand travel uh, is difficult, but. Meta-wise, you guys would pro you guys would probably know this that the Turks have been um, 
the Turks have been uh, engaged in war with the. Uh, this is still like the 1400s, so Crusades are still very much on, and the Turks. Ottoman Empire is a thing. Yeah. They're not. Uh, they don't. Uh, they're um. The Ottomans are uh, very much at war with uh, <laughs> Europe, so it's uh. very uncommon. It's very uncommon to have Turks here because they're they're fighting against church. So. Um, but, let's see, so, um, does everyone, uh, before I do this la last thing for this scene, does anyone else have, um, does anyone else have, um, anything, anyone that wants to speak to, or anything they wish to do? Mm, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. No, just the nightcap and then the sleep. <laughs> Alright, so, um, at this point, uh, Lothar, after he's had, um, after he's had his guards, um, after he says to the guards, uh, as they drag the monk out, hog tie him and leave him in the barn. Um, and then he, um, then he gathers his, um, he gathers an, uh, or he grabs a drink in his hand and says, I drink to all of you, some of the finest specimens it has ever been my pleasure to find, to your robust good health. And then he drains his glass and says, be ready wait, for the coach wait, 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 specimens? Um, what, what do you mean, just, specimens? He just, he just, uh, continues talking right over you, he says, um, Clearly, specimens Adepo will transport you, if you need anything, inform him, and then he swiftly departs before anyone had a chance to ask him questions. How rude! Anything, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think he was still shaken from that staring contest that we had that it got to him. Sure, why not? I'm pretty sure a good drink will help me by. At least help you sleep. Yeah. Exactly. I'll probably have I'll probably I'll probably take what's left over for bed. All right. Uh, so we will move on to the next scene. So I'll say, uh, you guys uh, take your drinks and then um, head to bed. Nico's gonna do that. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna take his drink, sip it a little bit, but then he's just gonna like take it. With him. <laughs> uh, 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 All right. Um, so, uh, so I'll say. Um, the next day, the uh, you guys take your drinks and uh, head to your rooms to go to go to sleep. The next day, um, when you guys wake up, you guys wake up. Um, uh, I'll say, well, when do you guys normally wake up? You think? They saw us probably used to getting up pretty early. <laughs> yeah, Nico, Nico kind of does like a small little thing like before bed uh which kind of requires the wine but then when he gets up he does like a quick little like morning-ish like routine uh aka ritual <laughs> um there's like a small little aka uh little 
um, pagan ceremony, like, not small, not pagan ceremony, it's not a full-blown one, but he does a very discreet ritual in his room, and then once that's done, he packs up everything. Actually, Nico, there is actually one thing. So as you're, as you're sleeping, uh, Nico, the dream you had last night, um, it's kind of hard for you to explain this, but you, but the dream you, but you had a dream last night, um, of a strange entranceway covered in poison ivy, um, in the middle of a graveyard, and 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 as the and as you approach the entranceway in your dream, um, on the other side you see little except darkness. Um. And uh, so graveyard ivy, but there's darkness on the other side. Yeah. Um. As you, as the door, um, or as the entranceway opens, it's um. You don't see anything on the other side except for just darkness. And that's all he had in his dream? Yeah. Well, actually, as someone is, um... You're not able to tell, um, who, because you're not able to tell the figure, but someone pushes you into that entranceway, and and then you wake up. So yeah, nah, he's gonna wake up a little bit, like... I don't say a cold sweat, but very confused. So that's gonna probably lead him to just like quickly just take out like his belongings and everything, just like make sure the dolt the door is like bolted <laughs> and just like quickly just kinda like commune uh for like a, a small moment and everything just to kinda see if he gets any sort of subtle sign um of some kind. Let's see. So the uh sign that you let's see. So let's see. Um so, uh, the most that you get from this, uh, let's see, you don't really get much from that, aside from maybe you see, uh, uh, actually, hang on. Yeah, so you see another, uh, another vision inside your head, you could see, uh, just the, the image of the moon just appear in your, in your head. Um, but not much else. Yeah, and so he's just kind of like speaking to himself, like you know, poison ivy getting pushed over, or the ivy pushed over. Like he's trying to discern it, and he's like, he's kind of like honestly, like, it's like, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to tell me? And like he's just like saying it over and over again, and then finally it's just like, like after he's done with his little spread, he kind of just like packs everything up and everything, but kind of just writes down what he remembers from the dream and then just like you know rolls it rolls it up and puts it into his pocket for later <laughs> and as Nico probably is a little bit disconcerted but you two guys do um uh walk down into the common room of the inn um and the guests do arrive uh one by one um the other guests do uh, uh arrive as well one by one um the first one that you guys see that walks, or the, the, they, they start to come down in, uh, the following order. The first one that arrives down is Mariana, the peasant girl. The next one is Alesso, the shepherd. Um, the third one is Agnolo, uh, and he was the, um, he was the guy dressed like a, uh, just like somewhat, in the middle class, more like a baker. Um, and then, uh, Lucia. Uh, the dirty, the one with the dirty red hair and dressed in peasant clothes as well. Um, 
the rest of them do show up, except the only one that doesn't show up is uh, Leonardo. You don't see him yet. The, the big, uh, the, you know, the, the noble, the nobly dressed, like, asshole guy. Uh, <laughs> I wonder where he's gone. He seemed very, very, very interested in seeing the great Lord Giovanni. Uh, he probably, he probably got upset there were peasants here and left. Perhaps he just hasn't wo awoken yet. Or maybe he had a bad dream, Nico says, as like he like rejoins the group and everything. <laughs> well, are you suggesting that you visited him in the middle of the night and he saw you? And Nico just kind of looks with the group, but you could tell that like, he kind of just throws caution to the wind and just leans in. It's like... <laughs> is it the money or the actual looks, my friend? Is it bad that I can? Is it bad that I want to say both? <laughs> <laughs> Having a lot of money and also being good-looking is not a bad thing. <laughs> He's gonna have like a weird look at you and then just shake his head. And whatever. As with Sasha. <laughs> and there's the, um, the other guest dressed like a priest, similar to Brother Clement, he kind of, like, shakes his head and says, I, I must apologize for what happened, uh, last, last night. Some, some, some of my brothers in faith can be, um, cool. jealous. I would say, is the man okay, though? Um, I I don't know. Last uh, I don't know what they what they did with him. I assume they, they haven't killed him, but uh, I haven't seen him. Mm. They don't want. I would hope so. not. He I was hope... rude, but nothing quite warranting execution. I would hope. I would hope not. But especially for a man of the law. Yes, but I. I didn't introduce myself. I am Bern I am Bernardi or um Bernardio. I'm Bernardio Siana. I am I'm a uh, a priest and and a um Franciscan mercenary. Or mercen not mercenary missionary. Wrong word. Uh missionary. Um I must say I'm glad I was selected to spread to spread the word. I'm hoping to spread the word to Giovanni, maybe maybe uh yeah, maybe um, maybe he'd be willing to donate to maybe he'd be willing to donate to the church if he'll listen. Did you come by invitation or on your own? Oh, of course I came by. I was invited as well, and he produces an invitation identical to the one that you guys got. Hmm. Surely is a weird group that they've gathered up. It is indeed, indeed. And um, Mariana, the uh, the peasant girl, at this point chimes in and says, "I I don't get why I was invited. Why invite me? I'm nobody. I'm just a peasant girl." I mean, you you are very fetching. We are all God's children, aren't aren't we not, Father? And uh. Bernardio at that point uh, nods and says, "Yes, we're all God's children." Um, 
that. Um, the group. Nico's just pretending to be occupied every mention of every time there's a mention of God or we're all God's children. He's just yeah. like, he, like he just Even... puts his hand over his mouth and everything and everything uh, and everything, and he's just kind of like you know just subtly kind of like masking every frown he has at the at, the, at that mention. And, but yeah, he doesn't like, really even... want to be rude in front of Bernardio, <laughs> but because uh, he, he, you know, Bernardio at least introduced himself very nicely and wasn't rude and spat everywhere. <laughs> so at least it's like, okay, he's nice, but like he still worked for the church, for the church. Yeah, so, even you know... Swalba's like kind of like just fidgeting like with her sleeves or something. She's like, yeah, ooh, Krishna is. Um, <laughs> Sasha has had a lot of time. To, depend, to pretend to be something he's not, so he's just kind of sitting there being normal, <laughs> unlike his companion. After about like uh, an hour or so, um, Leonardo does come down eventually. He's uh, still got that condescending kind of look and air on his face and... Um, he doesn't say anything, he just kind of uh, sits and waits far away from where, where he would see the rest of you are, especially Mari Mariana. Um, and he just kind of looks, look, uh, like, looks, looks uh, toward the window and just, like, kind of tries to ignore you guys. <laughs> what did Mariana do? She's just a. She's a peasant girl. Should we poke the bear? No, no, we do not poke so, the bear. No. I'll, I'll huh? go. I will go speak with him. I <laughs> We're all going to have a dinner together. Why not at least let him talk? Like, let him well, talk. you, we can talk, but don't poke the bear. That's the. I'm you well don't... versed in communicating with people like him. Don't worry, don't worry. You no, know, as am I. But you, you don't, you don't go and poke the bear that obviously wants to eat you. No, no, no. Who is this again? You tell Leonardo. the bear, you tell the bear that he has the biggest claws and he's wearing the nicest tuxedo and he looks beautiful. That's what you tell the bear, so he doesn't kill everyone else in the room. And so for those who forgot. This is Leonardo. He looks to be about 40. He's definitely dressed from the way he's dressed. He's clearly a noble um, and uh, definitely got a condescending air about him. Oh, definitely. Does he seem does he seem to um, be dressed better than Sasha? Is he above Sasha's like resource rank? Uh, how many thoughts of resources does Sasha? Three. Have? Yeah. Oh. Man, it's bleed of money over there. <laughs> I also have three. I I am concerned that you are of a Germanic persuasion, and he is a man from the coast, and will only want to talk to another man from the coast. I'll go over and talk to him. Don't worry, it will be okay. I'll I'll persuade him to play nice with everyone else. I will have Swabo. Really, you you back if. If he goes back. I will have Suave write you the bestest of obituary songs. It's a called morning song. It's not an obituary song. Potato potato. Just <laughs> like takes out a small sketchbook and he just starts like sketching 
<laughs> Honestly, he just starts sketching the stuff that he remembered from his dream. <laughs> so, um, Alonso, as you uh, go over to um, as you go over to Leonardo, he uh, definitely as you ap approach him, he has definitely a condescending. I mean, he's clearly looking down on you, um, and he says, "Yes, Lord Leonardo, I've heard of you in my travels and all th through all of Italy." Uh, so let me see. Let me see that for a second, real quick. Um, let's see. You actually have done some etiquette, so maybe you have. Um, well, actually, you've done politics, so let me see. I will. You can roll me a intelligence politics to see if you actually have heard of this guy or not. Intelligence politics? Yes. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Three. Um, that is, okay, that's, let's see. And what's your specialty on that? Quick learner, okay. Quick learner. Mm. Okay, I'll say that's just one success. Okay, so you, you've at least heard his name mentioned before, and he is, um, he's definitely one of the, um, You've heard his name before. He's not one of the leaders, leaders of, of or the rulers of Venice, but he's definitely one of one of the uh, one of the either an earl or a duke. Um, he's definitely he's definitely up there. I've I've heard tale of how disgustingly large and amazing your house is in Venice. He at that he just he kind of perks up and says, "Well, of course." But I'm glad to hear word of it get word of it's getting around. Well, I mean, word gets around about the people who are important enough for the word to get around about. Aren't aren't isn't that true? Indeed, it is. So I mean, I I would have only heard of you if you were important. I was I only passed through Venice, but I definitely heard your name on many people's lips. So well, I'm glad to hear word. I'm glad to hear word of my. I'm glad to hear word of my greatness is getting around. Have I... what... I must say... Based on the way you're dressed, you're definitely... I'd say, probably a tradesman. Yes, I am a, uh... I, I'm opened and, and managed a import-export business from the Isle of Sicily, where I moved many, uh... many things around the Mediterranean. Well, well, I'm glad that Lord Giovanni is at least spreading his um, is at least spreading his invitation out to the tradesmen. But I will say he is um, some of his choices are a bit um, strange. And as he says that, he shoots kind of a glance at the lower class people, which would be Mariana, Mariana, um. Mariana, Alesso, and Lucia, which be the, the who are Lucia is the one uh, the it's a rat catcher with red hair. Uh, Alesso is the one dressed like a sh and Alesso is the one dressed like a shepherd. I will say I don't understand why Lord Giovanni would trouble himself of uh, inviting the serfs and the lowborn, but oh oh. I can't speak. I can't speak to his mind. <laughs> Lord Bernardo, I think I can understand it only because 
I'm not burdened with the excellence that you have. I can see that from a, from a lower from a lower standing. We need to have uh, variation among the people of the of this chosen thirteen, because then how do we know how much better you are than we all are? If we were all nobles like yourself, then we'd all be fighting amongst ourselves to see who was the best. But now, in this room, we can very obviously tell who's the best. Can we not? I would like you to roll manipulation and I want to say empathy or subterfuge. I'm torn between empathy or subterfuge. I feel like it's probably a subterfuge. That's my best roll. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I have a specialty in lying for manipulation. Oh no. Uh, I'll say you can apply that, yeah. <laughs> Alright, 7d10. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I didn't add thirst. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Okay, <laughs> that went oh, shit. well. It did go well. Alright. Um, um, one second. Um, this and Alonzo. Um, alright, so let me see. Let me see. So that is one, two, three, four, five, six, oh, six, so five. Because you're the one. Um, so that is five successes. So that did go very well. So he does seem sway. He does see. He's very much swayed by Alonzo's eloquently worded lie. Um, and he just sighs and says, Suppose you are right. So I shouldn't, um, if Lord Giovanni invited them, they must have some. Peace, some little spark of nobility among them somewhere. And and beg your grace's forgiveness for me to say this too, but how would they know how to aspire to be great like you if you are over here and not in their presence and awing them with how great you are? <laughs> and he kind of uh, sighs and says, well, I suppose you're right. I shouldn't, uh, I should let the serfs Gaze upon, gaze upon magnificence. I suppose. This wasn't even my idea, sire. I actually heard you. I could see this is what you were believing. I could see that this is what you wanted. So this is really all of your idea, sire. And then, as you're like phrasing that in a way to make it seem like it's his idea, he seems he he kind of like does a kind of a, a, a pat on your shoulder, or a clasp on your shoulder, and says. You're right. Uh, what was your name again? Alonzo Marone of Sicily. Alon Alonzo, you're not too bad for a, tra for a tradesman. Mm, I know my betters. <laughs> and then, uh, not long after that, um, Lothar comes back along with Durgo, and he says, um, he's, uh, he says, and Lothar says, there are carriages for each. There are carriages to bring each of you to the, uh, to the manse. Or oh, Rodrigo and I will bring you to the manse. And he kind of uh, motions you out. And as you go outside, uh, you can see the carriages that he brought are ornate with gilded trim, uh, but the expensive look is marred by heavy shutters. There are heavy shutters fastened over the windows. And uh, Lothar says. 
for protection in case of a brigand attack. Um, as he, uh, as the, uh, as Rodergo, um, unbolts and forces open the shutters. And, uh, he brought, uh, two, he, or he brought, um, yeah, he brought two carriages. One for the five of you to get in, and the others get, or, three carriages. So he splits the group as you, uh, the, the Okay, so the five of you and then the other guests shuffle off into the other coaches. Let me shift to another one for the coach ride. Um, does that change for everyone? Yes. 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 Okay, good. So, uh, so as you guys start to head off into the uh, um, as uh, as you guys head off into the coach, the right there. Go. Let's see. Rodergo is um, inside of your, is, or driving your coach. And as you go, I would like, let's see, what's the good That looks and, like some um, sort of demon on the back of that coach. <laughs> Maybe. And uh, Rodergo says, um, I will take great pains to ensure that the journey is as comfortable as possible. And uh, as you guys start to move, and as the carriage starts to move, Rodergo is true to his word and tries to, and he he tries to, um, he, or he slows the coach down whenever it hits the patch of rough road. Um, and he tries to make, he does truly try to make it as careful as uh, comfortable as possible for you guys. I would actually like each of you to roll me wits awareness. Oh, wits awareness. Okay. I was, yes. I, got I was like, wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute, what? Oh, that's on here. Okay. I got that confused. Wits awareness as the coach is moving through the forest. That ain't good roll. <laughs> you saw nothing. An another four dice. I might have taken a nap. Yeah. That would actually be a that would actually be a bot. Oh, but... there we go. <laughs> Hold on. I think, <laughs> I think I'm out of. Yeah, yeah of you rolled out. a uh, D four hundred and ten. <laughs> oh, whoops. My bad. I do apologize. That was that, that was like um, a super crit. That's a big <laughs> die. So sorry, guys. My bad. That's all right. He's just a rogue using a sneak attack dice. <laughs> okay, so oh, that's a good roll. Two, Shit. two successes, one, two, two successes, two botch, one, two, one success. That is two successes. Okay, make sure which one is wrong. Okay, so um, so, uh, so Swava and Sasha, Swava's or. No, Swava won't let me say Sasha. Sasha, Swava, not Lucen, um, Alonzo, and Nico. You guys, with the exception of Lucen, who at this point has either fallen asleep or hit his head on the side of the. Or, hit, hit, or I'll say since he botched, he hit his head on the side of the. Uh, he hit his head on the side of the uh, coach as he's trying to look out. He did that thing where people, like, you know, <laughs> turn their heads and they slam into, uh, they slam into, like, the side of the coach. Um, <laughs> so that they get in. Um, but the rest of you um, notice that there are 
three crucified bodies in the woods. Oh. Like, Nico is just sketching, and then he just looks, and he's just like... Huh. Poor souls. Pretty gruesome. Like, crucified to trees, or is there, like, a whole actual cross built into the into the ground, and they're crucified on the cross? Uh, there, it's... It's not a cross, but or actually, yeah, it is a cross. Yeah, so there's like a little mini wooden cross, uh, and there's bodies are just sitting there in the woods. I wonder if the church did that. Interesting. Well, yeah, the crucifixions, I could probably tell you, and they more likely did. Yeah. Um, oh, because people are different. Fucking um and. And at that point, Rodrigo's chimes in, he says, Uh, Lord Giovanni is a stern master. So, the Lord did this? Uh, let's see. Um, and he shakes his head and says, um, Those people plotted against Lord Giovanni. Probably tried to avoid paying their rent. Oh, let's see, like, damn, what a landlord. For real, like, I, I, thought land, I thought landlords were already shit as, as is, but fuck, like. <laughs> that is the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Nico does his best to, like, still continue to, like, sketch. Like, he's sketching, like, the graveyard, he's sketching the moon, he's sketching the ivy and everything. He's, like, going back and forth between pages, and he's just, like, sketching and everything. And looking outside is just kind of making him a, a few things sort of click. But again, he's just, like, absorbed into sketching those feelings <laughs> out rather than vocally saying it at the moment. <laughs> and, um... After about a somewhat awkward three-hour ride after that, you guys do arrive at the Giovanni Holdings. Uh, it's twilight, just before sunset. And you you guys arrive at the at Lord Giovanni's manse, just as the last blaze of sunlight fades into flickering embers. The, the manse itself is a massive, craggy manor house with an overgrown garden to the right and a graveyard to the left. The house is well fortified with a single stout door and very few narrow windows, all protected by inner shutters. Four lightly armed sentries stand guard on the papers, uh, papets. As they, as the coaches ride up, the guards wave to you. And let me change this thing again. Um, so I have it for you guys there. Um, and a soldier opens up the massive oaken door. Um, uh, and uh, as he le as you guys slowly start to get out. Um, and then, uh, and Rodergo starts to lead you guys into the forbidding-looking manor. And as you guys do enter, you enter, and I'm gonna change it again, um, change it again. So, you guys do enter a long, um, a long narrow hallway lit by tapers encased in strong iron cage-like housings. The candles provide very... Uh, only very dim light can cast long, flickering shadows upon walls and faces. The soldier remains at his post and slams the door shut, closing, closing, uh, Rader closing, um, Radergio and all the characters in with the gloom. 
as you guys move down the darkened hall, you can see that the right and left walls are fitted with arrow slots designed to catch invaders in a deadly crossfire. There are also evil-looking gargoyle faces lining the walls, leering stone-faced at, at each of you. They appear to twitch ever slow, so slightly in the flickering candlelight. Shasha will kind of noticed one of them twitching and he'll walk over and, and stare for for a good while or until he's pulled away. You yeah, it's not long before one of the servants starts pulling Sasha away. <laughs> I, I kind of instinctively reach towards my back and then realize that I don't have a weapon there and stop. It's, uh... Rather cozy, uh, his, 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 his. <laughs> Sasha will kind of scoot close to Shava. You saw it move too, yes? What? You saw you saw it move? What move? The the gargoyle. I, I swear to you, on the gods, it moved. <laughs> she kinda like stabs her head back, like trying to look look at it from the distance, like no, those things can't, can't move. No. Nico then just kind of looks back and he's like, you know, sometimes gargoyles aren't there to look scary. It's actually really there so that the way they could look scary to their enemies. <laughs> I can actually feels any better knowing. I, I swear on Thor, he moved. Maybe a lesson is uh, for later times. Yes, later. Maybe later. Germany. Jeez, it's not that hard. It's a god. It's a god. They believe it in Germany. In Denmark. <laughs> okay, so, um, I'll say at the end of the long hallway, the longer than should really be normal, uh, creepy looking hallway, uh, you guys find yourselves <laughs> facing another stout door. Um, Radergia uh, pauses at the door and then raps loudly upon it. Um, the door doesn't open. There's silence in the stale air of the shadowy hall. Rodergio raps again. Still no response. And it, um, so what do you guys do? Perhaps, uh, they're, they're further into the building and just taking their time. Rodergio just, like, <laughs> take, uh, size. Men of Giovanni's and Calling their attention, I imagine we can just wait. He will be along short. Okay. So it's about several uh several minutes. Uh it's about uh several several minutes if you guys just wait, uh as nothing happens, but then the door creaks open 
as it is unlocked by a second soldier accompanied by a familiar face, that being Lothar. And the two men are standing behind you in a large reception hall, also oh. dimly lit by tapers and furnished with oddly delicate furniture. I actually would like um, <laughs> everyone to roll intelligence etiquette. For Sweet. Boy. Intelligence Boy. and a what? Etiquette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 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 my God. <laughs> oh. boy. I didn't, I didn't even know they got that bad. Oh. 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 In case, yeah, listeners, you want to know, that was that was three ones. Yeah. <laughs> three ones and two successes, so you're uh, you're, you're you're bad. Well, those ones cancel out those successes, so. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. You had three ones against only two successes. That that that's bad. Uh, Listen, he's two, still freaked out about the gargoyle. Okay. One, yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm gonna mark that as just a failure for this one. So, not much going on. so um, let's see, that's two, two, uh, two. I only had three dice here, so it wasn't that uh, odd that I would succeed. So, uh, let's see. But you didn't. So, let's see. So, uh, Suava, um, two, <laughs> Suava, I'll. Alonjo and uh let's see and no uh, only Slav and Alonjo will realize this. Um looking at that furniture, it's of Italian design. You're not able to tell much more than that. Um and uh Lothar glares at Radergio and without a word of greeting just says sternly, You are early. And then Radergio doffs his hat and says, uh uh, uh a thousand pardons, Steward uh, Lothar. And then, before like any of you can react, Lothar strikes Radergio across the face with a riding crop. It draws blood, which Radergio wipes from his face. And Lothar just says, "Bear keenly in mind the source of that blood." Um. Uh, no, no, that that was that was uncalled for. It is not his fault. We are early. Is Sasha the only one sticking up for, uh, what is it? Um. Yeah. Uh, rodergio has been a good person to us, right? He's been yes. relatively straightforward. Yeah, okay. Um, perhaps in our enthusiasm to get inside, we rushed along Rodergio in a way that we shouldn't have. Possibly it's our fault. Um, Uh, and let's see. So, um, and upon seeing you guys stick up for um, stick up for him, Rodergio um, gives you a smile, looks more favorably disposed toward you guys. But um, uh, Lothar, however, uh, this Lothar, however, just his tone, his expression changes, and he starts scowling at all of you. Hey, I didn't stick up for him. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> So who's who stuck up for uh, Rodergio? Sasha uh, did. Yeah. Alonso. 
Sasha, Alonzo, anyone else? Okay, so I just have Sasha I'm, and Alonzo. I'm gonna say Nico might, 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 might say something to that. Probably like just audibly say that the riding crop thing was excessive, that, you know, and we were just excited to just get in. So he kind of goes with the story slightly just by adding, you know, that riding crop is a little excessive, but. <laughs> What about uh, Slava? What does she is she nope. sticking up for him? Nope. All right. Uh, so, uh, so uh, nothing changes Lothar's. He, Lothar doesn't look moved, but at the same time, he starts scowling at Sasha, um, Alonzo, and Nico. Um, and then Lothar just says, "Now enter," gesturing to he and he gestures to Rodrigo and uh, all of you and the any other guests. And um, once you're all in the room, uh, Lothar stops Rodrigo and he says, As punishment, you will not take partake of tonight's bounty. You will eat nothing but scraps. Now go. And uh, as Lothar says that, he points his blood-spattered riding crop toward the door. And Rodrigo walks down and back toward the hallway. And the soldier then slams and locks the inner door. You guys find yourself in a reception hall. Oh. Um, Sasha will be, um, a little surprised at the sudden door slamming and, and kind of just turn around and then kind of look back and raise an eyebrow at the door being locked. <laughs> and, uh, Lothar stares after Rodrigo for a moment and then he turns to the guests and collects himself a little bit. Still scowling at the three of you, by the way. Um, he says, uh, Welcome to Lord Giovanni's Mance. I have preparations to finish. Wait here. And then he departs, leaving the 13 of you, which the five of you and the seven other, um, or the eight others, um, uh, on your own in this room. Yeah, I, I, when I talked to the Lord before, he seen, I think I might have placated them a little bit, but don't, 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 uh, yeah. Just dealt with him. I'll just kind of lean over to you, like, laid it on awfully thick this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just tell him he's right. And then he'll probably just move on to the next person who should just tell him he's right. Got it. Nothing ever good happens to that thing. Um... And I will say that a good, about five minutes later, Lothar returns, smiling broadly, and he says, Come with me, I shall introduce you to your host. And then he leads all of you through the house uh, as you walk through several more elegantly furnished rooms, all staffed with soldiers. You guys Ooh. can hear, you guys can hear music ahead. Um, so Lothar opens two two ornate doors to a great dining hall, also dimly lit by a few um, ensconced tapers. Inside, there are 13 people sitting around a large table with an empty chair next to each. This is a strange collection of men and women, uh, well-dressed, both well-dressed and slovenly, highly attractive and appallingly ugly, local and foreigners alike. 
A short, paunchy, finely dressed man sits at the head of the table. Five servants, um, two butlers and three maids, stand motionless against the far wall. And um, as actually, and uh, and also in the room are some uh, some minstrels that are playing playing music, which should be playing right now. Um, and then Lothar uh, doffs his hat and bows low before the assembled hosts, saying, Lord Giovanni, lords and ladies, it is with surpassing pride that I present to you the fruits of my long search. Here are 13 of the purest samples in the land. <laughs> and Sasha, he's saying that. He's saying words like that again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sasha just scoring. He's like... He's using those words again. He, he's gonna, he's <laughs> gonna scooch next to Schwava and, and say exactly. He's, he's using, he's, he's using those words again. It's a transliteration problem. It's because he's flu. He's obviously fluent in more than three languages, and he's just, it's well, idiom. So, it's so idioms. am I. I will bow very respectfully to our host. Oh yeah, that too. And, and the man, the man at the head of the table, um rises and he says welcome uh de dear friend i am claudius giovanni welcome to la bella casa giovanni you are my guest and while you're here my home is your home come come join us um and as you guys step forward uh the servants offer each of you glasses of wine oh my favorite <laughs> sasha well and, you'll take one and uh, and as Giovanni raises his glass and says, "Let us, let us toast to the most memorable meal of your lives." And as you guys lift your your goblets, he continues and says, "Here's to the finer things in life." Right. And uh, as you guys drink. Um, uh, after you, after you guys finish drinking, Giovanni introduces the other twelve at the table who rise, and he says um, to the first one, the first one that he points to is a tall, broad-shouldered man with a thick red beard and battered but well-oiled uh, leather armor, and he says, "Well, this is Mark um, Marchetius the Bold," and. Um, the next one to stand up is a tall, sinewy woman wearing a traveling cloak and man's breeches. Uh, and uh, Claudius introduces this one as Lady, Dimit Lady Demetria. The next one is a hideous woman, partly hidden under a thick gray leper's coat, uh, cloak and hood, wearing a full face mask with ragged eye holes and a smelly wet spot in front of her mouth. Leprous scabs can be seen around her eyes, and Claudius introduces this one as Matron Violetta. Um, the next one is a tall, is a, a slender, tall woman child, about 16 years old, with waist-length blonde hair and torn, and a torn, soiled silken gown, deca uh, and decayed floral arrangements in her hair. Um, this one is introduced by Claudius as Lady Theophana. The next one is a stern-faced old man, dressed in a royal purple tunic, leggings, and feathered cap. He's dripping with elegant, expensive jewelry. And that one's introduced as Sire Wenselos. Sire Wens <laughs> uh, 
Um, the next one to stand up is a portly man with a large white beard, wearing a black robe and silver trim. Uh, this one is introduced as Lord Kesmir, or Lord Kesmir, by the way, I never changed the picture for the dining hall. There it is. Um, and the next one to stand up is, uh, a heavyset woman with dark red hair and a completely black dress. Um, uh, she is introduced as Lady Jad Lady Jadringa Alamar. The next one to stand up is a bald middle-aged man dressed like a prosperous merchant in, bro in brocaded velvet. He's introduced as Lord Leopold Valdemar. The next one is a handsome young man wearing a simple black monk's robe with white surplice. This one is introduced as Lord Mitislav. The next one is a dark-skinned man with angular chiseled features in fine silk Turkish robes. This one's introduced as Lord Lord Bajazet al-Nasir. The next one is a, swath, a swarthy woman draped in silks of foreign design and an elaborate gold headpiece, who is introduced as Lady, Lady Amisa. And the last one is a short young man dressed as a gypsy with lots of flashy gold jewelry and a coarse tunic and leggings. And this one is introduced as Gabrin. And Giovanni says, We would like to get to know you better. Conversation is like fine wine. It, en it enhances the appetite. Let us converse while we anticipate our dinner. Um, and then they... Then they all three of those thirteen people start moving toward you. And let's see. So, okay. All right. Um. So as you guys start to as they start to mingle, uh, with each of you, let's see. Um. See. I just need to prep their brain. So I'm gonna do this like the, I'm gonna do this as, as the initial the initial pairing. So I already did the plan. So, uh, we're gonna do this, uh, one at a time. Um, let's see, so we'll start with Lucen. So, um, so Lucen, the one that, uh, approaches you is the one introduced as Marchetius or Marchetus the Bold. He, um, he, he walks up to you and says, um, he walks up to you, Lucen, and says, I think all kings need to be fed the entrails of their ministers, the testicles of their heirs, and then have their hearts cut out. They are canker sores on the arse of the world, don't you think? That... Um... My... <laughs> Such <laughs> language. <laughs> I am at a loss for words. Poor <laughs> 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 dead uh, um, let's see. So he said, um, he says, um, haven't you, don't you know, kings are like parasites. They suck a lot, they suck a lot the, the hard work and money of everyone else. They tax their people, but what do the people get in, what do the people get for it? And... And I will note that this sort of conversation is pretty blasphemous to the medieval mind. Uh, the act of... Not so much that uh, people, like, not, not that many people didn't have such attitudes, but they typically didn't voice them, especially not in the company of them. Uh, not in the company of nobles. Yeah. But the, but the king and his... I 
need to provide protection to those people to ensure that bandits and other other dangers do not take them. What is the king? But what's the king really doing aside from suckling off everyone else's work? Really, I mean, look, and he he motions around the room, and he and he says, scowling, "Look at this pack of false-hearted fops. Their pretension and insincerity leave a foul stench that lingers in the room like flatus." Let's inflict some damage on this gaudy, gilded trash, and his eyes twinkle with wicked intent as he starts to lead you off to another room. And as soon as he starts to lead you off, he starts, like, uh, smashing delicate bases, carving root things into furniture, just generally vandalizing the place. <laughs> house of our host he says um are you joining or not <laughs> i feel it would be rude <laughs> to i'm not sure whether it would be more rude to to deface the uh, home of our host or to not join in with the festivities and he says um he looks at you in a taunting face and says, Coward, don't you detest these elitist swine? Don't you think they deserve it? There are times when I might. But honor honor forces me to keep my, my vows, to honor my vows. And then he... Uh, doesn't spit but he just uh just goes he just goes off on his own um and on on that note let's see and on that note we will actually transition away from you um and then uh not not join i just gotta write that down just for my own notice market is uh market is locked up okay so we will transition away from lucen over to who should be next? Someone want to volunteer? <laughs> Let's see. We will go next to uh to Suava. Oh no. Yours is yours is uh different. Uh <laughs> Let's see. Um so for you Suava, the one introduced as t Sire Wenzenslas approaches you and draws you aside. He says, um, he starts, uh, he starts, uh, speaking to you must, uh, about art and says, um, and first he says, so tell me, do you part, do, are you an artist yourself? Uh, I, I believe so. I, I was, I am a scald, uh, from my village. I mainly craft songs and poems. That's a form of art. I've been told your name is Slava, yes. Uh, yes, sir. And, uh, the approach he's using for the this conversation is kind of like a, a weird combination of domineering, mentoring, and sexual come on. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a, and keep in mind, this is an older guy, so, like, it, this is a weird kind of, like, really uncomfortable yeah, kind of situation. Yeah, very much having the yeah. whole don't be disgusted don't be disgusted don't be oh you're disgusted if, oh. if you look in the art if you look in the art channel um i posted a good portion of like yep. the pictures of all of these people some of the clan symbols are very obvious some of them aren't and i did also post like a list of like 
the people that were mentioned. The only one that doesn't have a picture is Mijislav. Um, or at least from what I could find, he doesn't seem to have a picture. I'm sure he does, but it just wasn't available to, to me at the moment. Yeah, this is the guy doing that weird, like, sexual come on thing, too. Mm. So he, he, he's much older. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, so let's see. Um, this is with, um, uh, okay, so let, hang on one second. So, so um, Alright, and so the next thing that he does after he's, like, continuing to do this domineering and sexual come on thing, he cup he he cups your face in his hands and says, You are most lovely. You have special qualities that call to me. Are you an artist? I am, and I would oh, also yeah. greatly appreciate if you would take your hands off me. <laughs> and he says, um, well, show me what you can do. Come, dazzle me. Sing for your supper. I'll... You said music, right? That is one form, yes. Yes. So, he ta he takes you aside. Uh, he doesn't disturb the, the playing, the bars that are playing. But, um, he does take take you aside, uh, outside, outside the room to a, to a different one. Just so that, you know, he doesn't get anyone in the way. And let's see. And he and he he takes you to a room and actually first he asks you what what instrument do you play? Ah, uh, fuck there's a certain string instrument. I just can't remember what what it's called. Uh, Is it a lute? Wasn't quite a lute. It's a uh, Kalma harpa. Oh, Kalma Pretty harpa. Much, okay. Yeah. If a harp was also a violin. <laughs> Alright, so he sent one of the servants out to get one, and they do bring one back. And he says he motions with his um he motions with his um with his hands and says, um play, play. And let's see, I would like let's see. Unless the character's brilliant, unless the friends. Um, and so, I would like for you to roll me, I guess the roll for that would be, would be Charisma, and Charisma Expression? Yeah. yeah, she does not have Expression, so we're going straight Charisma. Oh no, that last one. It's four, ten. That is one success. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, oh, it's not going to be impressive. Uh, let's see. So let's see. Uh, let me think. So, uh, so he's um, he's very unimpressed, and he just starts berating you immediately. He says, "You call that great? You haven't the right to call yourself an artist. You're a disgrace, a pretender in the heart, in the halls of the muses." And then he cuts your face again, and uh, and draws you closer. Swapo will actually, like, swat his hand away. Uh, you try, but this guy is, mu is somehow much stronger than he looks. Um, and you're not able to get your, get his hand away, but he, and he says in an intense whisper after he's drawn you really close to him, he says, I could make you great! Would you like that? <laughs> and, I would like for you to get I, your hands off me. And then once uh, once this loss releases you and commands you to begin again, 
<laughs> Do I have to roll again, or, uh... Um, I'll say... Are you going to start beginning to perform again? Are you going to perform again of your own will, or is he going to have to, or am I going to have to... She would try one more time to see if it gets him off her case. <laughs> uh, so go ahead, roll, roll, make that same roll again for uh, charisma expression. That's a little better. Yeah, that's four successes. So he... He looks somewhat impressed for about, like, 30 seconds, but then Wenceslas smashes a wine goblet in his hand, and he then starts cutting you with the jagged shards. Um, so as you're, as, you're, as you're performing, he just starts, like, uh, throwing the jagged shards right toward you as you're, like, hitting your ha hands as you're performing. Um, and as he also comes close to you, he then he, and then he cuts, he, slice, he slashes you again. And he, he starts laughing and raving. More, more, commitment, commitment and pain. That's what makes great art. Embrace your pain. It glorifies the creator. God created the earth in pain. Mothers issue forth their getting pain. And you must bring forth your art from the depths of pain and anguish. I could make you great, but you first, like, first, I must make your suffering even greater. She's going to yeah. end up trying throwing the instrument at him. Okay, so, uh, I are going to need these entrancements. So, um, entrancements keep going. So, let's see, it's going to service. That's what I want to service the empire. Okay. Okay, so, let's see. Okay. So, <laughs> Alright. Alright, let's see. I, I, gotta, I gotta make a roll for entrancement. So, I am see. So he just looks he looks you right in the eye and you feel strange. Um that's appearance empathy. So let's see. Let's see. I just gotta find his stat log real quick. There's no way you're gonna resist this, but I should roll it anyway. <laughs> All of the dice. <laughs> just dumps a whole bucket. <laughs> Dominate. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see so social. Um, that's appearance. So that's for appearance empathy. So. Uh, so that is. Please. So that's four. Okay. So. And. Okay. That is going to be. So all of a sudden, Suava, you feel as if, um, all of a sudden, you feel the un irresistible urge to continue playing. Even though you're in pain, you have no your body just is not giving you an option but to continue to play. Um, and it's a kid. And on that, and on that note, we are going to switch over next to, and we're gonna leave, uh, we're gonna leave, uh, Swaba playing and with against her will, admittedly, uh, and being cut. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> try to do this. Um, this is, but no, no, and just cut. Um, and just cut. So next, we're going to move over to Nico. Wait. <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's fine. So in your case, this with me before. Oh lord, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> so next, uh, the person you talk to, you Nico, is Lord Mitsislav, and he takes you aside and says, "Tell me something, Nico. Was it? Tell me how you believe your enemies should be treated." Oh, no. You don't want to say that as someone who already has a grudge against the church. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, how my enemies should be treated. And this is if I was given the power to make my enemies curl up into a ball of, I don't know, pain. He ponders for a second and says, if you have your enemy at your mercy, what do you believe should be done with him? Hmm. Let's see. Like, he thinks about it for a moment and then kind of answers as honestly as he can. Like, I would make sure that whatever they did wrong to me is paid up in tenfold. <laughs> no, not tenfold, a hundredfold. Okay, uh, alright. Um, so, uh, Mitis so Mitislav says, um, and he's, uh, he says, excellent. That's an excellent, that's an excellent train of thought. Um, and so he leads you down into, here, come with me. And he leads you down into one of the wine cellars in a dank, cold room. You can see a naked man chained up against the wall, his body covered with old and new wounds, surrounded by torture devices. And Mitislav says, this is a spy for my enemies. Show me how you would deal with him. Was he a priest? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> he was. He didn't. He didn't show up as a priest. I don't know if he really is one or not. I do. All I know is he's a spy. Um, he's a spy for my. He's a spy for my enemies. And he says, "Great men need to be feared, but must avoid being hated." <laughs> All right, well, I'm literally like important. going over this in my head because it's like. Oh shit, what did I do the last time? <laughs> um, so Nico kind of just looks around. He looks around at the torture devices and, uh, you know, he's kind of sort of like slowly kind of smiling slightly as he's just looking around wondering like which items to really pick. And he's going to find something that's almost like a club or a spiked club or something that that's resembling that of some kind. And he's gonna like just pick it up and you know he's kind of just gonna walk around the dude just having just like kind of slowly having the, the the weapon in hand just kind of like you know or whatever device he's got kind of slowly like um putting it against his skin and going up and down while he's like going around it and then he's just gonna take a swing at his legs all right as you do that and hit him uh, the, the man, uh, cry, the man just begs, starts begging for mercy. He starts crying out that he's, he's innocent. I'm innocent. I'm just a simple peasant captured by the guards for the sport of the powerful. They're demons, he, he insists. They're not living men. <laughs> how's your reaction? How's your response to that? Fuck, hold on. <laughs> now I gotta flip a coin, cause, oh shit, wait a minute. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Nico's a bit of an asshole, but like, listen. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> okay. Okay, he's 
gonna, um, you know, at this point he's just gonna, like, hit him again, and just go for the other leg. <laughs> Alright. Uh, this whole time, Lord Mitrasvaz is just watching with a smile on his face. Uh, he's going. Um, and let's see, so you're gonna have to make me a conscience roll. <laughs> Funny is, I knew, I knew this was coming! <laughs> and, uh, how do I make a conscious roll again? Uh, you, you have two dots in conscious, so just roll those two. Just 2d10? Uh, you can actually, also, wait, hang on. You can me, also go actually, to your character sheet actually, and under dice. Yeah, actually, oh wait, you don't actually have content. You don't actually have content. So, uh, oh. in your case, you would just roll conviction. Uh, okay. If you go to dice on your character sheet, you can just hit roll. Yes, you can. But drop it up too. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to find it. Oh, dice. Uh, conviction. Roll. Okay, three successes. Okay, so, um, Nico, as despite this man begging uh for mercy, uh, you somehow managed to lot can somehow do enough men or somehow steal yourself enough to ignore his pleas and continue along with the torture. Um, oh, see. okay. I wasn't expecting that, but I. <laughs> <laughs> Believing see, you can okay. too get tortured. Listen, okay. <laughs> yeah, and um, just uh, saying, Mitislav just says, "Oh, do continue for as long as you wish. <laughs> do try to leave him alive, though. <laughs> Make sure to leave him alive. Oh, okay, that's a. Sorry, that's a change from the last time I played this. Because the last time I played this, I straight up killed him. <laughs> but I so." Nico's gonna like he's giving you the choice. Yeah, so uh, Nico's just well. kind of like looking. He's kind of looking back and forth, looking back and forth at the man, and then he's just gonna like, in a way of I guess you could say his own act of mercy. He's gonna do the whole going around again, slowly taking the weapon and like gliding it across the man's skin before striking. So he's gonna try striking at least. You know, he does it several times, just like going around and then striking his ribs. Um, or like his side, his hip, the back of his legs, even though he already like went up after the other man's legs, like for dear light. But he's gonna make sure like not to like hit so hard that this guy like dies. So he's really trying his best to kind of be like, well, he's still alive, but okay, let's just. <laughs> and as uh, Nico continues torturing with Mitislav, we will transition. Uh... We'll transition over to, uh, Sasha. Yay! <laughs> so enthusiastic. <laughs> Look, there's nothing horrible going on here. <laughs> Listen, just like, ignore the fact that, you know, your, your friend just wandered off with the creepy old man. Look, ignore the torture and the, like, the, the cutting and the creepy old man that, that come on and all that. Like, ignore all that. Ignore all that, it's fine. Ignore all that. Um, so, Lloyd Casimir, uh, stares intently into Sasha's eyes, and he says in a loud whisper, Art thou knowing? Art thou wise in the ways of the other world? Dost thou follow the left-hand path? Yes! <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll, he'll agree, but it's, it's kind of iffy, because he's not quite sure what he's talking about. 
Uh, so, he, uh, Kesmir takes a second to, uh, clarify, and then he says, Dost thou can magic? Dost thou know of the powers thaumaturgical? Oh, yes! Yes, he'll, he'll smile, um, it, um, yes, the occult is one of my main branches of study. And Casimir kind of, uh, smirks a little bit, and says, um, Dost thou seek knowledge of the forbidden arts, the black road? I can show thee the way. Well, that is that is part of my my practice. It is it is not forbidden for me. And let's see. So. It's only it's it's only the 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 Catholics and the Christians that say that it's forbidden. Well, I don't see any here, do you? I don't know. People have not made their um, religious preferences known. Well, you need not worry. Uh, you need not worry here. If you're interested, I can show you the way. Um, let me see. And he says, and he said, he, he, um, he, he, uh, whispers to you again and says, um, the black arts are perverse and corrupting. I will show thee. Walk across the room and turn left. And let's see. My left or your left? Your left. <laughs> you will... How far do you want me to walk straight until I turn left? Just across the room and turn left. Uh, Sasha will walk across the room and turn left. One, <laughs> two. Um... So. Alright, and so as you try to turn left, contradict. Contradict. I gotta double check how this one works. Um, so as you try to turn left, and let's be interested in that influence. Um, so I would like you, Sasha, to roll Perception Subterfuge. Uh, three. Oh, three. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Um. So, three successes? No, I haven't rolled it yet. Oh, I have three dice. Okay. No. Oh. Okay. None. Nope. 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 So, all of a sudden, Sasha, <laughs> as you as you walk across the room, before you even realize what you uh what you've done um what you're doing. Suddenly, instead of turning right, your brain tells you, or instead of turning left, your brain tells you to turn right. And then you turn right. And then he says, um, and then he's, and then he, um, and he kind of smiles and says, come back. He will, he will come back and look really confused. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I, uh... I'm not sure why I turned right. <laughs> and he uh, laughs and says, such is the power of magic. <laughs> huh. Let's see. Alright. That's so, an interesting display. <laughs> and then he, he said, he, um, he, next he, he goes to fetch a large bowl of water and says, do not plunge thy head into this bowl. 
he tries not to. And then he looks you right in the eye, gives you a powerful look, um, and says, do it. And I would need... What's your current willpower points? Uh, six. Six. Um, so let's see. Six. So I'm going to do one. Do I need to roll willpower? Intimidation. Ah, let's see. That's the difficulty. So let's see. With a difficulty. Okay, no, that's the difficulty. No more successes on this roll. Force an item. Give a command. Ah, no, the, the difficulty is just your with oh. your willpower. Yes. Okay. So he looks you in the eye, and you try and resist. But let's see what happens. Do you want the dice to tell me? Let's see. Let's see. We'll test this one for that. Manipulation, intimidation. Okay, so. Manipulation, intimidation. He's got a lot of dice on this eye. <laughs> He's <dead>. Oof. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. One, two, three. Okay, that is three. So, you find. Uh, Sasha, you find yourself unable to resist, and you plunge your head right into that bowl of water. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> and as e you start to breathe, and as you do that, um, you start to ingest the water, and it feels more and more like you're drowning. Yay! I'm gonna try and take my head out of the basin. <laughs> you actually cannot. You find yourself unable to do that, even if you want to. Uh, uh, and you just continue to suck in water as. Your lungs start to fill with uh, fill with water, and you nearly drown before Kesmir pulls you out. Uh, um, he will start drowned. coughing. <laughs> and then, and then before before you know what's uh, <laughs> next, he starts leading he starts leading you up uh, up through the mansion. Um, and he starts to, um, he leads you up through one of the mansion, up to one of the upper windows. And he, place, he places you on a narrow ledge and laughs. If thou wouldst know of the mysteries, you must trust me. I mean, you, you just, you just tried to drown me, man. That's not, that's not cool. <laughs> um. He'll he'll look he'll make the mistake and look down. How far up is he? You're up. You're to one of the, you're one of the upper windows. This high up, a fall would definitely kill you. <laughs> oh. Come. He says, um, walk toward the edge. Prove the prove you trust me. If thou wouldst learn of the mysteries. Mmm. Mmm. He's a fellow scholar. Oh, um. He's a scholar. <laughs> he's a scholar. He's a scholar. He's a scholar. Um. You don't fuck around and find out without, you know, fucking around. He will start. He will walk to the edge and stop. Okay. And then, um, Casimir has you stare down into certain death, and he he whisk, he does this. He puts his head closer to you and says, "I could compel thee to jump at any time." Thy life is but a flickering candle flame in my hands. And on that note, we will leave uh, Sasha <laughs> right there, staring down at certain deaths, and transition <laughs> over to Al Alonzo. 
Um, um, uh, let me go to Alonzo. Um, go to Alright, so, Alonzo. The person who comes to you is the one introduced as Lord Leopold Valdemar. And so he corners you somewhere away from the others. Um, he uses his uh, body to block, make sure you can't go anywhere. And so he begins asking you some questions. Um, seemingly irrelevant. Um, what makes the sun rise? What do you think of Aristotle? Why do birds sing? Is it better to be feared or abhorred? What is life? <laughs> Damn, I wish I could have caught all of those. Uh... Okay, so the questions were, what makes the sun rise? Oh. What do you think of Aristotle? Why do birds sing? Is it better to be feared or abhorred? What is life? I don't know what makes the sunrise, but I don't particularly care either. Um, what's the second one? Um, what do you think of Aristotle? Oh, uh, I haven't read enough of him, uh, but what I did read was boring and didn't really pertain to me at all. <laughs> Why the birds sing? Uh, it's <sighs> to mate. Is it better to be feared or poured? Uh, feared. What is life? Oh, uh, mostly suffering, a good wine, and laying with a, with someone else. And I would like you to roll Wits Stealth. Oh, <laughs> Wits Stealth. Uh, I have the specialty quick on his feet. Does that help for uh, wits? Um, for then, I'll say for this one. Yeah, I'll say I'll say it applies. So go ahead. Okay, so it's gonna be six. Sixteen. Oh. Uh oh. Oof. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, nothing. Um, so, uh, you don't, uh, notice that, you don't notice anything going on, he just question. he just questions you more and more. Um, and, uh, the next questions he asks are, is light more than the absence of the dark? Ooh, no, the dark is its own thing. Who is your shadow? <gasps> oh, uh, a life I left behind a long time ago. Uh, and why is darkness? <laughs> I don't know. I really need to answer that question, though. I've got this rock, and it bleeds black sludge. <laughs> actually, uh, dur during that, actually, if you, uh, you, you notice something, you feel something wet in your pocket as that thing is bleeding black sludge it oh, looks almost no. like it's re it's, it looks almost like it's resonating because before you even realize what's uh happening shadows have covered you completely and you suddenly can't see anything i have dark sight though <laughs> okay then you can suddenly see through this then you can suddenly see through the shadows 
Um, but what you can see through the shadow is, um, it tells you that that orb is glowing and bleeding that black substance. Um, and then, um, as you try to move, you find that you can't, as, uh, Valdemar just starts laughing, and then just turns around and walks off. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he leaves you there. Oh. Sounds about right. Um, Seems legit. Or resonates and bleeds. Um, bleeds. And I say, I think, and I think that is a good endpoint. Everyone's had their vinaigrettes, and everyone's had their. I think everyone's had their vinaigrettes. Or vignettes. Vignettes. I think. Vignettes. I think everyone's had their vignettes. Yes. I think the only one to succeed in theirs is Nico. <laughs> <laughs> I am standing on a ledge. <laughs> I mean, succeed I to the ledge, but I think. Oh, yours isn't done yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't you worry, yours is gonna continue. Don't you worry. Uh, I uh, but I just wanted to get everybody into like a spot where we could, like, you know, in 